Hey, oh, welcome to Noob. This is episode 11. It is September 1st. And uh, I am your host, Ben Vandal. Boston Beer Benny on Instagram, Treehouse Benny on Untapped. To my left, co host Mo Fortin. Hello. As always, your radio right. <laughs> uh, we have a great show for you today. We are fresh out of work on this beautiful day, fall in New England. It's upon us. It's upon us. It's, it's really coming up the gut fast. So we're going to jump right into our tap list here quickly. Uh, we are doing What Are You Drinking? local releases segment. We have another segment coming up that goes into the NFL season, which is our fantasy lineup. We'll get into more later. Vocabulary, weird beer stuff, and shelfer of the week. And we will do a quick drinking game reminder. My words are dive in and fantastic Mo's words are correct and any mention of his wife and if something crazy happens you're gonna have to down your beer i feel like it's a great day for the bandsaw mo Ooh, i don't know how you be, feel about that be like an outdoor day yeah i think no doubt we're getting a bandsaw visitation today could so be. doesn't uh, seem to be much going on out here so we, i don't know <laughs> no i know it's, it's eerie seems, quiet it, it is that's that's why i know something's coming so uh we're gonna go into our local releases segment this is what are you drinking and uh, Mo, what are you drinking this week? Um, right now, I'm working on clearing out my fridge. Uh, comes a time in every man's life when you kind of have to empty the fridge and start again fresh. That's it. Uh, I have some stuff that I've been drinking for a little while now, and it's you know it's time to get through it. Um, no reason to hang on to them. Just yeah. get rid of them, drink them fresh, and restock. Maybe next week. I'm um, definitely due for a Trillium run. Haven't been back since the you know that collaboration fest which yeah. was, you know, June, July, even into August a little bit. So haven't, haven't been back since then. So drinking a Julius today. Um, it's actually a few weeks old now, I think. Yeah. The can's uh, kind of blurry, but I'm just trying to get through them, you know. Just it, tough it out. Yeah, I'm trying to take a, uh, a little hiatus from buying beer myself. It's Ooh. getting a little out of hand here at yeah, the end has. of the summer. You're getting married. Yeah, I'm getting married here soon. So I am trying to hold on to some cans for those that couple days and something to enjoy uh, going into it. But... I did take a trip to Long Live last week, and we got the uh, Good Good Things Double IPA, which Excellent. was good good, as it, it, was. As it says. It was yeah. quite good. It was really good. I mean, they, they're just putting out great stuff. So, uh, other things going on. Treehouse has uh, Curiosity 40 and Lights On out, came, came out last week. Um, the Curiosity series continues to chip away. Yeah. And um, Treehouse, somebody was saying today in the forum that... It's eerily quiet how Treehouse is doing all the mundane stuff while Trillium is knocking stuff out of the park this summer. So they don't know if they're going to have a big winter or, or what they're going to do. But what do you think about that? I've heard, isn't Good Morning usually a, uh, good that's morning. a fallsy, November-ish that's type a beer? Stout. Yeah, it's a stout. So I've heard rumblings of that in a couple chats. They think maybe something really big is coming, like a release like that. Maybe oh, a large-scale release of that. Yeah. Um, I probably conjecture. I have no inside yeah. information whatsoever. Um, uh, yeah, I can't actually, pass that off as fact. I'm going up on uh, Saturday. Next Saturday. Not tomorrow, but next Saturday. Nice. So. I'm going to go up bright and early, see if I can get anything at all uh, for Colin's wedding, which is next week as well, next Saturday. So congratulations Damn. to them. Foundation put uh, one of our favorite IPAs, Epiphany, in mm. a can. Uh, Greater Goods from the Wooster area uh, put pulp in cans. Wooster. 
and Deciduous had cans. I don't know if you knew this, but they no. had Bale, uh, which is a New England IPA. Deciduous does great sours. Uh, they you'll do, probably that's true. see them on a shelf. They're real discreet uh, kind of logo. It's so. That little leaf on the front. Yeah. If you yeah. ever see anything from them, feel good about picking it up. Yeah, that's uh, one of the best breweries out of New Hampshire. I I feel. Oh yeah. Um, just for the sour stuff. So that's uh, local releases this week. Uh, again, not much going on. I think people are trying to transition out of their summer practice and into their fall practice. Maybe we'll have more pumpkin beers. And there's a nice jet flying overhead so you can uh, have a sip of your beer maybe finish that for us while we dive into the next segment yes. uh, next segment fantasy lineup so last night mo was the last preseason patriots game i think the last preseason game for all nfl teams r.i.p cyrus jones r.i.p cyrus jones is right but welcome jacoby Brissett. correct uh, that's a different show a different time um but the season kicks off thursday night september 7th uh, with the Pats versus the Chiefs in Gillette. So we decided this is such a great time of year, fall, the fall beer, and it's fantasy football season. And the best thing about fantasy football season, you get to make up a team that the way you see fit. You know, yep. you can go with all competitive players. You can go all your favorite players. You can go fast guys. You can go big, strong guys. You can go guys that you hate, guys that you love, things like that. So I thought, how could we turn this into something about beer so how i always think yeah so today we are gonna make our fantasy lineup of beers in the new england area the only stipulation was that it had to be in the new england states um but we're gonna put a little twist on it so we're not just gonna give you a bunch of beers that are on our fantasy lineup we're gonna put them into order Uh, so we're gonna go just like fantasy style we're gonna have one qb two running backs two wide receivers a tight end a flex and a kicker but the way we're going to describe those today is the qb is the face of your franchise sure obviously the running backs are solid beers the wide receivers are divas they're going to be our diva beers tight end is the security blanket uh, the flex is going to be your wild card beer something crazy and then the kicker is going to be something that you just throw in. So, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll start with you, Mo. What is your the quarterback of your New England craft beer fantasy team? I went with a Massachusetts brewery, a brewery that we're all no stranger to. Uh, the quarterback of my franchise, face of my team, is Trillium DDH Congress. Wow, that's, that's a- probably their most solid offering. It's something that they do quite frequently. Um, it's a killer, and I love it. So that's my quarterback. Yeah, that's a good beer. That's a a great, great beer. My quarterback of my fantasy team, I went with my favorite beer, and it is Treehouse Green. I think that is the other unique kind of facet to this is that it kind of has to be like a regular rotating beer that that keeps getting in because it can't be like a one-off type of thing. Right. So, um, so that's that's my favorite beer that comes in and out it's uh very traditional it's great full flavored so i believe they Treehouse had it today green too. is my qb of my fantasy team nice uh we'll go on to running backs so running backs are solid beers they take a pounding they're interchangeable but they're reliable when you need those hard yards you know or you can have the flashy guy that catches passes <laughs> and makes you know tears his acl every other season right. so so who you got for your two <laughs> i cannot believe it dude Look at my running backs and your running backs. 
They're literally the same exact thing. <laughs> that is crazy. We didn't talk about this before. We did not. He, he we just have gave the me the show info. We have the exact two same running backs, so why don't you tell them who they are? Um, I had Bissell Brothers Substance and Main Beer Company Lunch. Nice. Yeah. One, one that's a little, not hard to get, but a little far for us to go and get, and then one that you can find on... Not all shelves, but some shelves with the the main lunch. Yeah, so. I think main lunch is a really, I mean, like one of the most perfect beers that you could get. It, it's just flawless in, in every facet if you can get a fresh one. Bissell Brothers Substance is such a good quality beer, too. I, I mean, I, I would love to just get endless supply of, of substance yeah. and just drink it all the time. But you're right, it is three states away, so... Oh, but that is a rotating series that you can get at any time from Bissell Brothers out of Maine. So both of our running backs come out of Maine, and uh, we happen to have the same ones, which is okay. We're doing a apparently a daily fantasy here. <laughs> so good thing it wasn't a snake draft. You would have yeah. freaking hosed me there. So <laughs> uh, Moving on to the wide receivers, they are diva beers. They have lots of hype. They're hard to find. They have a wide range of flavors and styles to choose from. So you know all about wide receivers. You need the big tall guy that's going to be a possession receiver. You got to have the flyer down the sideline. It's all up to you. So who'd you go with for your two wide receivers? I would have to classify mine as flyers. I think. Okay. The two that I have because I went with a treehouse. I went with Julius. Yeah. Um, because I do think that Treehouse is kind of a diva brand. Yeah, a little bit. Tons of hype. A lot it's of like there. pomp and circumstance around them. Yeah. Um, and then I went with a long live. Um, I went with hopeless romantic. Todd recently got me a can of that, nice. and I thought that was phenomenal. Um, so I thought it deserved a spot on my team, especially since Long Live deserved to have a spot on my team. So. Yeah, yeah, Long Live's been been doing great stuff. Hopeless Romantic is a is a great one. My two wide receivers, uh, I went with beers that I really really enjoyed, but had a had a tougher time getting. Uh, so I went with Tilted Barns, the Chosen One, mm-hmm. was one of my wide receivers. Really enjoyed that beer, kind of really unique and kind of weird, but it's it's tough to get tilted barn beer any of any kind never mind the chosen one so and my next one was actually the the shot series from treehouse it was single shot double shot triple shot if you're lucky enough any variant of single shot they come out uh sporadically and they are the most popular thing or one of the most popular things that they put out so they're very tough to get um but but a really good beer and i really wanted a stout on my team so Makes we sense. went with that. And um, what do we do next? Tight end. The tight end is a security blanket. It's the go-to beer in your fridge that you need when you know you need to have a good time and you just want to enjoy a beer. So what do you turn to, Mo, for your tight end? I went with a beer that is, uh, and I just discovered, uh, becoming a lot more accessible in our area. Yeah. Um, shout out to Craig, who actually told me that this beer is readily accessible now. Wow, look um, at you. Graysale Captain's Daughter. Yes. And I know that's one of your top one of your top beers. Um, something crushable, great beer, super juicy, hot profile, something that I could I could drink every day. I could have one of those and be perfectly content. I do love that beer. I, I think that's a really, really good beer that you can find in stores now. Luckily for us. I mean you could always get it in Rhode Island. Not apparently, too far away, but, but. Yeah, for us, it's starting to make uh, shelves, and good for Graysale. They seem to be they seem to be uh, getting some good distribution. So, yep. um, I went with one of my beers. I, I would say it's close to a perfect beer, and it's uh, DDH Fort Point. Sure. I mean, as as classic, a tale as old as time. This beer 
is a classic. I used to love it in the 750s. Mm-hmm. We used to get the 750s all oh, the yeah. time. Now they have it in cans, which is even better for everyday joining experience. But uh, that's what I went for with my tight end. Can't argue with that. No. So next is the uh, the flex position. This is a wild card beer. This is one that you you know a beer that you love, but it's a it's a weird beer that you you don't get too often, and you probably couldn't drink a bunch of them. But what do you what do you got for your wild card? Uh, for my wild card, since you called it a since you called it a wild card, I'm glad you used that word because I'm going with a brewery more than I'm going with one specific beer. Okay. Um, because I do think their beers kind of fit into a basic flavor profile, and that's Oxbow Brewing in uh, in Maine. Okay. Um, I think they definitely they kill it when it comes to the farmhouse saison uh, style of beer, grisettes. Um, they're very weird. You, I mean, you wouldn't think when you're sipping this, you're not like, uh, I don't know if I could drink this every day, but I think it is a really good wild card, really solid beer for the style, um, and it's you know it's something that you wouldn't necessarily think of, and so that's why I put it in there. Specifically, their Farmhouse Pale Ale, that's like their signature, and also uh, Liquid Swords, which I've had once. That was phenomenal. Yeah, so. I was on a, uh, a forum, and people were asking the best sours in New England, and everyone was saying Oxbow. They do have some great sours, that's too. That's the most underrated sour company in new england so um that's you see a good it one. down here from time to time but not a whole lot that's so. that's a good one uh, but my uh flex position i went with an ipa one oh, that shit I, I skipped ahead <laughs> yeah you skipped it <laughs> uh but you i fucked me yeah I mean, you could you could flip them back and forth either way uh i went with long live as well double bandwagon-esque <laughs> Uh, Double Ooh, Bandwagon S was a really good beer, good and I've seen it on tap there a couple times, so I'm I'm starting to think that it it uh it it needed somewhere on my team, but I just wasn't sure where I could slide it into. So the flex spot is is a perfect spot. It can play running back sometimes. It can play wide receiver. So the Double Bandwagon S from Long Live, great great beer, and I had to get it onto my team. So, and we will move on to the last, the most relevant fantasy position of all time is the kicker. Uh, but in beer terms, you know, a kicker is a beer that you throw in, you hope to get lucky from week to week, whether that means quality or, or a brewery visit, you know, the, this is your kicker. So, Mo, you're going to have to flip-flop it, but yeah. what, are you, uh, what are you throwing in So, here to be clear, beer? Oxbow was my kicker. Yeah. I got a little sidetracked with my, with my show notes. Yeah. Um, the, my flex beer, the wild card beer, kind of like I took this to be like a uh, – like a, a beer that maybe you don't tell all your friends that you drink. Okay. Oh, that's wow. that's how I took it to like okay. be like a real yeah, just a, a weird thing. Most sleepers, uh, if you would. Devil's Purse Shiso Berry Ale. Okay. Uh, it's a sour, uh, done with uh, shiso and ras- I believe it's raspberry and blueberry. Okay. It's phenomenal. Beautiful pink color, good tartness, and from Devil's Purse, so South Dennis Mass, uh, real solid brewery doing really cool things, and I, I would say this beer is not uh, not something that has an equivalent somewhere else it's very distinct it's very unique um and that's why i I had it as my wild card beer yeah i like uh i love devil's purse i think they do good stuff i really like their uh pollock ipa delicious it's it's really just a solid ipa especially cool to see them out of the cape so yep my kicker um it's one of my favorite sours i had to get a sour on my list it's zerzinger from foundation Mm. they do it in cans they do it in bottles they do it on tap it's really lip puckering sour it's crisp uh it's really well done and i had to get them onto my list because it's one of my favorite breweries of the smaller variety definitely uh but but that that was our practice it's kind of interesting to kind of look at 
when you're you're trying to make a you know your favorite beers in New England, you go by what's accessible, you go by what you've had before. So obviously there are some beers that we left off the list, but yep. uh, just running down my QB was Treehouse Green, running backs Bissell Brothers, uh, Substance, and Main Lunch. My wide receivers were Chosen One and the Shot Series. Any one single shot, double shot, triple shot, any variant of that. Uh, tight end was DDH Fort Point, the old security blanket. My kicker was Zerzinger, and my flex was Long Live Double Bandwagon-esque. So, Mo, what was your uh, team again? My official team, if you couldn't follow me because I'm too <laughs> stupid to read line to line, <laughs> my quarterback was Trillium DDH Congress. My two running backs, as Ben already alluded to, uh, was Substance and Main Beer Company Lunch. My Diva wide receivers, my two flyers, Long Live Hopeless Romantic and Treehouse Julius. My security blanket, my go-to, Graysale Captain's Daughter. My Flex, uh, which was my wild card beer that I read out of order. Devil's Purse, Shiso Berry Ale, the one that you don't tell your friends about. And my <laughs> kicker was basically Oxbow Brewery. Anything from them, uh, specifically the Farmhouse Pale Ale and the Liquid Swords. I love that you thought that the Flex was a beer that you drink that you don't tell your friends about. Yeah, it's like a weird beer that you love. It's like your, you know, your, your dirty shame, guilty shame. Guilty pleasure. Yeah. So uh, for week one, we're going to go head-to-head. We're going to put up a poll here who you think's roster. Nice. Who you think wins. Uh, post your own roster on our Facebook group. Type it out, New England Weekly Beer Discussion. You can join the group at any time. See all our articles from all of our segments and do cool polls like this. So we're going to go on to our next segment, which is a fan favorite, everyone's favorite, vocabulary. Uh, we teach you beer words, we teach you the spelling of beer words, we teach you the origin, we teach you all about them. So, um, Mo, you have, a, you have a vocabulary word? I do. All right. So we're going to start with Mo. Okay. Mo, what is your vocabulary word? Well, I already alluded to it earlier in the show, uh, but my word is Saison. Ooh, Saison. Very interesting. I do have the spelling here in front of me, so I'd like to spell it. It's S-A-I-S-O-N. That is correct. Saison. Um, what do you know about the Saison style? Or should I just read what I know about it? Yeah, you should probably tell a little bit about it. I, I know I know the flavor profiles sure. of it. I know that it's uh, similar to a farmhouse ale, if, if not the identical, same thing, so... Why don't you go more in depth than than I'm just gonna say? So it's a it's a Belgian, uh, Belgian farmhouse style of beer. Uh, popularity began to rise in the early uh, 1900s. Uh, they brewed it to be about four and a half to six and a half percent, which is where it pretty much stays now. Um, the people that brewed it, uh, the farmers who brewed it, uh, brewed it during the colder months uh, to provide work for their staff during the quieter period of the year. Then after brewing, the beer was stored until the summer when the main consumers would be seasonal workers, like summertime help, and they called those guys Saisonniers. Oh, wow. And that is where Great the name, name of the beer comes from, Saison. It's really? derived from the people who it was essentially brewed for. Okay. Okay. So we have kind of like a, like a chef snack type of thing. Yep. Where it wasn't popular before, but the Saisonniers enjoyed it. and. Yep. And they, they did brew it at a, at a lower ABV to start. Um, it was. I think it was kind of seen as like kind of a uh, a dirty beer, um, yeah. because it was something that was. It, it's infected beer. Yeah. You know, being a farmhouse style, it's got that funky, uh, airborne bacteria, yeast, 
yeah. uh, issues. So, I mean, I think it was probably brewed at the beginning as an accident. Yeah. Okay. And that's just how it came out, and it developed to be, it, you know, came to be its own own style in and of itself. So yeah, happy accident. I I love saisons. I I like farmhouse style a lot. Uh, they're getting more and more readily available for us in in stores. Shelfer of the week last week was Sophie from yep. Goose Island. That's a farmhouse style saison style. Uh, you can see a lot of saisons from Mystic, mm-hmm. one of our favorite companies. Uh, I think it's kind of an acquired taste, but once you acquire yeah. it. You can kind of expand and try everybody's version of it. Yeah. And you, you learn a lot about the style by doing that. And so. you kind of have to drink it not like a beer, but more as like a taste. Right. Like take it for what it is. Right. And not just drink it to get drunk. Yep. I mean, it does help aid you in that department. But, it does. But it's better to just taste it. And you're going to get some weird tasting beers, but just appreciate that they can get flavors like that into beer rather than thinking of, wow, I have to drink 30 of these. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's not the way to think. That's... That's one way to think, but that's not <laughs> the way to think. So. Very important to recognize it too when you when you say you don't like a beer. Yeah. I, I mean, I, and I used to do this a lot, and now I've kind of opened my opened my eyes, opened my my mind a little bit to be a little more accepting of different styles. You know, you might not like a specific style, yeah, but you can still recognize that a beer is good for that style. Definitely. You know, you may Definitely. not like saisons, you may not like the farmhouse style. That might not be your cup of tea. But you know when you when you do try one and it it has that flavor profile and it you know it, it hits you in the mouth the way it's supposed to you can kind of you know tip your hat thank you very much and yeah. you know maybe it's not your favorite beer but you acknowledge the the style in yeah. the in the creation process and you might just not be having a good saison also I mean, that's to, true to be honest that's with, true which was when I started out with stouts I I said I didn't like stouts and then. Yep. Come to find out, I just didn't like uh, average stouts. So. Yes. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of those out there. So thank you for that word, Saison. That's a great word. That's a great end of summer word. Yeah. And I'm going to transition into a fall and winter word Perfect. for our listeners. So my word is barley wine. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. You could obviously spell barley wine relatively easily. I can. I can. It's uh, B-A-R-L-E-Y-W-I-N-E. That's correct. Barley wine. Uh, this is where we go into our fall and winter segment. Barley wines are going to be coming on the shelves more readily available than in the summertime. Oh, yeah. Though they're kind of a year-round thing because it depends on when you aged them. But barley wine is a high alcohol verging on the tip. It's somewhere in between the lines of beer and wine. True. Uh, it is quite malty. It's an English style of beer. And uh, it is all that malt comes, obviously, from barley. So... Um, I, that, I really don't have a ton on it other than to inform you that when you see barley wine, it is a high percentage beer that somewhere drinks more like a wine. It's low Definitely. carbonation. Uh, you shouldn't be drinking a full glass of this. You should be drinking a, a snifter of this. Yep. Uh, let it come to temperature. The best barley wine that I've had was from Kennesaw, Georgia. Uh, burnt Hickory. It's called Killdozer. Okay. I thought that was a real good one if you're ever able to see that in a trade somewhere. But Where'd you try that? Did you uh, acquire it? Colin brought it, actually, emptying out his cellar that we'll awesome. talk about in a future show. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a, a really good one. It's somewhere like 13 14%, so it'll yep. knock you down. But it's pretty good. Locally, uh, Day Night by Trillium is a popular barley wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Old Powder House by Mystic, who we just talked about, is a barley wine. And... Um, Brewery maker from Jack, from Jack's Abbey 
is uh, a barley wine that's actually aged in framing hammer barrels. Oh, shit. Which is kind of cool. i got to get my hands on that. Jack's Abbey, I, I really like their stuff. Should have came for the that. pigs and pints, bro. Oh, you that missed was last it. night, That huh? was last night. Oh, man. Had so, a pretty good turnout, too. So, um, I, I felt like I... Oh, uh, Sam Adams Utopia. It's kind of like a barley wine. It, it, they yeah, call I don't it a know beer, what, but... I don't know what the specific classification is for yeah. that, but it's, it's in that, probably that same family... But I think the percentage runs a little higher on that, yeah, doesn't it? That's very high. That's like an eighteen percent. Yeah, that's so. more of like a almost like a liqueur yeah. kind of thing. I yeah. I don't know what category that falls under. That's that's maybe a segment for another show. Yeah, but if you see barley wine on the shelf, just think of it like that. It might look like an expensive bottle, eighteen, twenty dollar bottle, but you're not going to be able to drink it in one setting, and if you do, you're not going to be able to walk. So it's a sharing. It's <laughs> yeah. a sharing beer, yeah. really. You know, the times that we've had barley wines, um, it's been you know six to ten ounces of it, and then yeah. you move on to something else. Yeah, hopefully I you have that. two, three people in the room, so you can you can share the whole bottle. The nice four ounce pour is, yeah. is where I live with barley wine because they we get a, a little exhausting. We did a barley wine with the first pigs and pints from Two Roads, and I had it on tap here yeah. for a little while. Yeah, uh, the twenty ton barley wine that was that was real kicky in the mouth that was probably about 13 percent too so yeah cool beer you know it's not something that I'd, I'd drink on the daily but cool style to try yeah probably not something to stock your shelves with but no not unless you're <laughs> you're, you're trying to fill up your cellar or something i mean yeah. th- these are beers that can be aged too which you know that's yeah. cool which we will go into next show i'm sure um so that is the end of our vocabulary. We'll post some cool pictures of saisons and barley wines on our Facebook page. Also on my Instagram, I, I did post a barley wine that we got to try a uh, couple nights last weekend. Um, and also some saisons, why not? Yeah. And we'll go into our next thing. Uh, we'll dive into our weird beer stuff, which Correct. is everyone's favorite segment. Uh, this is where we give you a great weird exotic story from the world of beer uh mo has a weird beer story as do i so mo why don't you lead us off with your weird beer story thank you finally i don't have to follow your stupid I... <laughs> like drinking beer out of an animal carcass yeah, or yeah. you know brewing beer out of poop or whatever that one was oh yeah um so i did a, a tis the season beer weird Ooh. beer stuff okay uh, we're coming up now it's september so now obviously gonna start thinking about fall october fests um, you got those that style of beer coming up. You also have obviously the Oktoberfest festivals coming out. Yeah. Um, so I found that Adidas has made a pair of shoes specifically designed to be worn at Oktoberfest. I like where this is going. So they've devised a pair of shoes that are beer proof. And they know, they understand that the whole premise for this was, you know, you're walking around at a beer festival, you got your beer in one hand, you got your brat in the other. Yeah. You know, you're not really paying attention to what you're doing because you're probably a little drunk. Yeah. Bumping into people, you're spilling on your shirt, you're spilling on your shoes. So Adidas was like, holy shit, let's make these shoes that once the beer hits them, it just kind of like, you know, falls off. Basically like waterproof shoes, but okay. they're, they're beer proof. I like that. Um, so they're, they're debuting them. Uh, September 2nd, so they come out tomorrow. Uh, a strong resistance to spilled beer. The sneakers are made from the finest leather. <laughs> and it's coated with something called DPBR. Okay. It's a self-created substance. It stands for Durable 
puke and beer repellent. Oh, wow. I see. Now they're thinking ahead of the game. So not it, just beer. <laughs> not only does your, your shoes remain undamaged from spilled drinks, but also vomit from all of you who can't handle your shit. And yeah. that is a direct quote from them. So that, that is a good uh, a good p- rule of thumb to bring an extra shirt to any beer fest that you go to because you're gonna end up soaked by the yeah, end of probably. the night. Your uh, hand eye coordination is not its best, and people are walking around other people's hand eye coordination is not their best either. So you will get bumped into, you will get spilled on, uh, but just take it for what it is. You might get spilled on with a great beer. Think of that. And the, I shoes, think the coolest the coolest part of these shoes. Is not that they're beer res- the beer resistant, puke resistant, whatever. They just look like normal shoes. Yeah. They're not like you know these big clunky like weird looking. No, they just look like. I mean, our readers can't, our, our watchers can't can't see them. I'll post the yeah. I'll post the link so everybody can see. They just look like regular Adidas shoes. There's nothing nothing crazy about them. So that's pretty crafty. So look you got to be prepared it. if you're heading out to Oktoberfest. Beerfana. Uh, yeah, maybe you know, we just, get those out in the states. Maybe we get some. I'll, I'll look into it. I'll see if I can buy them because they come out tomorrow. So why not? Yeah. And if Adidas wants to send us a pair, we'll give them a shout out on the show. Yep. That'd be great. I'm a uh, ten. You can give me a ten wide if you got them. Yep. Uh, Mo, I don't know what your shoe size is. Ten. Yeah. So there you go. Perfect. Well, we'll take two pair. Two pair. Ten wide. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so mine, mine is a less, less laughable and enjoyable story, Mo. But oh, you going but, dark on me? I'm going to the beautiful country of Iceland. Okay? Ooh, love it. Man. Not just Great the center of Iceland, too. not the east of Iceland, but West Iceland. Okay. Has a special name. I'm not even going to pretend to pronounce it. Could so, you please? <laughs> no, but I will show. I will send it in the link and you can try to pronounce it for yourself at home. Damn. All right. There is a beautiful little microbrewery called Steogi. Uh, S-T-E-O with a special line above it. Yeah. J-I is the Ooh, name of it. Okay. Steogi. A lot I'm of dots call it. in that. No, no dots. No dots on this one. Oh, no dots on the O? No. There, there was like a, a, it was like a, okay. almost like a fancy, like it had a, a Donald Trump haircut. Oh, okay. I know what you're saying. Like a um, little hat thing. So this brewery, they're relatively small. They have four base beers. Okay. okay. They make a dark lager. They make a, a lager. They make an ale. And they make a delightful strawberry fruit beer. Okay? Now, not only do they make those beers, but they make seasonal beers. Okay. Um, and they also make one very special beer that we're going to talk about later. Okay. But their seasonal beer, this sounds great. They do a seasonal Christmas beer where they actually infuse it with raw licorice. Okay. Sounds delightful, right? Yeah. An sure. October beer with barley and pumpkin seeds. Very authentic. Yep. And they even do an Easter beer with cocoa and Icelandic sea leaves. A seaweed, not sea lead. I don't even know what that is. Seaweed. It might be Icelandic that's seaweed. That's kind of cool. I mean, that's... I'm, yeah. I imagine you're getting to the weird part here. Yeah, so what they do <laughs> is they try to work something Icelandic into every beer that they brew. And, and A little see. piece of Iceland in every glass. Except <laughs> that might be their slogan. It should be if so it's we'll not. So we'll go into the Icelandic thing that gets into the next beer. They have a great beer uh, called Valor 2. It's H-V-A-L-U-R. I believe the H is silent. So I'm going to say Valor because okay. I can't pronounce it either way. Uh, what they put that's from Iceland in this beer, okay, is whale testicles. <laughs> now, they, uh, apparently hunting whales is not illegal in Iceland. Uh, certain kinds of whales okay. they use for different things. So they harvest the whale testicles from 
certain whales to put in this beer, but that doesn't end there, okay? Now, the taste of whale testicle just isn't good enough for these people. They wanted to smoke it, infuse it, right? Oh, all right. Now, if you wanted to smoke a whale testicle, just regular smoking wouldn't do. You want to do an Icelandic smoking method where you put it in a compartment and you burn sheep dung with it. Okay. So it smokes the whale testicle with the flavor of sheep dung, and you get this great flavor that goes into the Valor 2 brew from Iceland, from uh, Stioji, Iceland. Okay. That's, uh, that's an advanced flavor profile. It's always poop with you. It's always poop. <laughs> I mean, a, a lot of things are poop. This is mostly testicles, <laughs> but, testicles but a little poop. poop. Yeah, a little poop residue. So, Mo, obviously, the, the one question, you're trying it. I mean, this one's very strange. This one has me thinking, to be honest. I'm the, I guess the obvious question is why? Um, I mean, I get, I get that you want a piece of your, you know, a piece of your neighborhood in your beer, and a lot yeah. of places do that. Local hops, yeah, you know, whatever. But the, you know, their own strain of yeast. We went over the beard yeast before. Yeah, I mean, th- those were all kind of weird things. But this is, I mean, you want to infuse your testicles with shit. It's like, uh, I mean, uh, the, I just don't get it. So Rocky Mountain oysters is a is a popular thing here in the states. That People is true. Eat it all the time. I, this is just. I just found out that chefs use this as like a prank on new guys in the kitchen. Oh really? Yeah. Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah, Rocky Mountain oysters. Because if you just say Rocky Mountain oysters, you're like, oh, you know, it's gonna be an oyster. Yeah, nobody knows. Yeah. Will you eat a Rocky Mountain oyster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, I'll eat it. And then, oh yeah, it's a fucking testicle. Yeah. I so mean, I, yeah, bull testicle. Yeah. yeah. But this is whale testicle. So I imagine they're. A lot bigger. I, I hope so. I would yeah. have to. I would think so. Yeah. Huh. Not too familiar with the whale genitalia. No, me but. neither. Me neither. Um, I mean, I whatever. I mean, I'd try it if I ever went to Iceland and I had the opportunity. I mean, when are you ever going to have an opportunity yeah, to try Valor a beer too. like that? The Valor too. I mean, yeah, you got to try. That's it. a seasonal one too. That that is. That's a. Uh, it might be even a one one time. Oh. One time only. Yeah. See, I don't. Because I, I, from what I read in the article, and I'll post it to our Facebook page that. They get a lot of scrutiny for using whale balls because the whale testicles, again, they got a lot of PETA stuff from people who want yep. to save the whales and things like that. That's a literal term, save the whales. So um, the smoked whale balls, nobody's complaining about the sheep dung. No, nobody but the smoked that, whale man. balls, you know, that, that seems to be the thing that everyone's hung up on. So Interesting. I, again, I don't know if Great I'm going to try this, stuff. but if I have a couple of beers in me, I, I might try a taster of the of the Valor 2. I'll split a bottle with you if we ever go to Iceland. Yeah. That's that. And we'll, uh, we'll report back. I'll post that article on our Facebook page again. Um, so that is weird beer stuff for the week. Uh, that was relatively painless. Yeah. And we're going to move on to the season closer. Oh, man, the season closer. Almost the season closer. We got until September 25th, but uh, the shelf for the week. Everyone's favorite series, including uh, some of our friends on Facebook. They're waiting waiting on bated breath for our show for the week. So I went with a page out of a friend's book. Uh, Colin actually brought this up to me yesterday. He said I should try it, and I'm going to try it this week. It's the Jack's Abbey Variety Pack. It's a 12-pack of cans. also comes in bottles. Uh, it comes with three cans of the Haponius Union, which is the IPA from Jack's Abbey. The House Lager, which is a, uh, you pronounce it beer, bear, B-I-E-R. Yep. It's just a, a lighter version of beer from Europe. True. Uh, <laughs> I can't even pronounce the last one either. Calaptra. Calyptra. Calyptra. Yeah. Which is a session IPA, IPL mm-hmm. actually. It's a lower percentage beer. 
And the Leisure Time, which is a wheat lager, all these beers are very solid. Like a lot of things that Jack's Abbey is doing, uh, I would just grab a 12-pack of the Hoponius Union as well, which I think might have been a shelf run on that show before. So, I believe it was. So I went with a variety pack here to give you some choice and, and try something new and see if you like it. Jack's Abbey is out of Framingham. They do a lot of cool stuff, so check them out if you see them on shelves. Uh, they were, Jack Savvy did that collab with Finback that was Spill the Tea. That was one of our shelfers at, at that the very least. featured in Pigs and Pints last night. It was night. featured in Pigs and Pints. It That's was. a delightful beer. Yeah, I, it was really uh, the showstopper, beer. I think. That was a good one. So, Mo, what do you got for your shelf of the week for the friends at home? I just want to throw this out there while, the, while we're talking about variety packs. I discovered yeah. this the other day. Okay. Uh, didn't know. Did you know that Sierra Nevada did a collaboration with Treehouse? No, when? And it's in their beer camp across a beer camp across whatever they call it. Yeah. Beer camp a beer camp across America. Is it this year? Yeah. Yeah, That's they not took the tropical IPA, is it? Um, I don't think so. No, I I have to look into it. I'll post a link because I can't find it right now. Wow, that's interesting. Um it was East Meets West Coast. That was like the I believe that was the name of the beer. Um yeah, collaboration with Treehouse Brewing Company. No. Beer kidding. camp across the world, East Meets West IPA. Well, I don't know a whole lot about it, but I, I learned this the other day, and it says Treehouse right on the right on the can. And I'd never known Treehouse to do a collaboration with anybody. Never heard that, but so that was, seems like the level that they would do a collaboration on because they're getting too big for their britches. So. Yeah. So I mean, a little off topic there, but if you find one of those, I mean, let me know how it is. Yeah. Uh, my shelfer of the week is from Peak Organic. Love Peak Organic. I know you do. Um, I went with their Fresh Cut. Uh, it's a Czech Pilsner, four point seven percent. Super drinkable, great outside beer. I mean, if you're trying to say goodbye to the summer, this is a good way to do it. Yeah. Good transition into, you know, maybe something a little heavier, a little maltier for the fall. Uh, this is a Czech Pilsner. It's an 86 on Beer Advocate, so a pretty well-rated beer. Um, and you can find this on basically every shelf. Uh, it's a very hop-forward Pilsner style. I would say it borders on an IPL, kind of where you were coming from with the, the Hoponius and yeah. the Calyptra. Has a good hop profile for a Pilsner. Um, definitely a, a really cool beer to try if you've never had it before. And really anything from Peak Organic. We've talked about the juice before. Yeah, I love the um, juice. Their, their house, their, their IPA, just their, their flagship is delicious. Uh, they make a lot of really cool things. So, I mean, Peak Organic, if you're stuck and you're like, ah, I don't really know what to get, I mean, Peak Organic's always a good way to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one reminds me, I, I had it on the tip of my tongue and I just lost it. So, <laughs> it reminds me of... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say it. to that. It's gone. That that moment has vanished. I'm getting yeah. old, guys. So, um, but that is a that's a great beer. Cool looking can too. It's got yep. some grass on the uh, can there. I do love Peak Organic. They're they're local, right? Maine, I think. Are they out of Maine? I thought so. Yeah. So Peak Organic, you can see them on the shelves everywhere. Yeah, they're um, pretty much any liquor store. I mean, you don't have to really go hunting for this one. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of, the Super Session. It reminds me a lot of Super Session from uh, Lawson's. Sure. Super Session number two, I believe it is. Peak Organic, so, Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine, there you go. We've Peak been to Organic. Portland. How have we never been to Peak? I don't know. I haven't been to Shipyard either, but I've that's been true. to Portland, Maine. Well, I've so. been to Shipyard and it was a waste of time. <laughs> so, so you hear that first. If you go to Portland, Maine, stay away from Shipyard. So, go to Peak. I'm sure it's fine. That is it for this week. Uh, we will put that poll up on our Facebook page. Check us out on Instagram, Boston Beer Benny. Uh, also on Untapped Treehouse Benny. You can see what I'm rating beers and what we're drinking on a minute-by-minute -minute basis this weekend. So yeah. 
Uh, everyone, enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Stay safe, but drink a lot and do not drive because that is illegal. Uber. Use Uber. Uber. Uber on this Labor Day weekend. Take clutch. the day off. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you again. Thanks, guys.